You're listening to the Public House Podcast. Welcome to the show. Now here's your host, Sammy Phillips. Welcome back, everybody, to the Public House Show. It is Cinco de Mayo. Happy day all the way around. I am joined by my main man, contributor Max Weinberg, on the ones and twos today. And we'll be joined by a couple of other guests. Ooh, Maxi, Cinco de Mayo. Hola. Big day, hola. Five-five, right? I mean, big day. We've got uh, Game of Thrones. We've got some photos that leaked out uh, a couple of weeks ago. Looks like some more have hit, uh, some more have hit on the the new show, right? The I think it's the House of the Dragon. If you're a GOT fan, we're going to get into that today. Uh, Maxi, of course, something you and I have been talking about since about seven thirty this morning. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and his NFT drop in the crypto world. Uh, non-fungible token extraordinaire, and what this guy has done. We're going to throw that around the infield a little bit. Max and I actually got into uh, a little bit of a discussion. Yes, we did. About Gary V and sort of uh, Gary V going against the grain, right? Right. I, I mean, I've been a longtime fan, but this kind of seems like, he, you know, he preaches about giving back, giving back, giving back, giving back for free until today. This thing is really strange, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I did what, what, what Vaynerchuk asked uh, of, of all of us, which was make sure that you've got at least one ETH, one Ethereum. Ethereum has exploded this week. I think it doubled in value over the last two or three weeks. And look, I got to give the guy credit. He's certainly been, been pushing this and pitching this for I, what feels like months now, Max, right? It's on the intro and the outro of every one of his podcasts, on every uh, everything that he's launching on his YouTube channel, et cetera, the shit that he's throwing out there on 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 Discord. And I think that the guy, right, he's, he's trying to bring, or at least he says he's trying to bring, uh, and I take Gary as, a, as an authentic dude, but at the end of the day, he's running, he's running a business, right? Yeah. And he's promoting, no doubt about that. Um, but I think he's an authentic cat. I, I really do. And he's bringing an immense amount of, of knowledge for anybody that ever thought about getting into cryptocurrencies, blockchain, uh, non-fungible tokens, uh, Ethereum, blah, 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 blah. And you really had to do a lot of research on this, man. It was, you know, go into your Coinbase account, set up a MetaMask account, make sure it's a non-custodial wallet. And if I'm speaking Sputnik to all of you, it's because it really is Sputnik. And you've got to do this. You've got to do an immense amount of research to figure out how this works. And I think like Gary said, right, you had to take a, a picture of the front of your ID, you have the back of your ID, and that feels a little unsettling. I think it would for anyone. Yeah, especially depending on how much money you got in that account. And, you know, it's that first step, that leap, leap of faith. Right. And, you know, it just it's the future, but it's getting to the future that I think is problematic. Dude, I can tell you this, Max. When, when I went and, and set up my, my Coinbase account versus my MetaMask account and what it is that they were asking for in both platforms – it was very interesting because because you could link your bank account to your Coinbase account, and when you went to do that, it prompted you, um, and I don't remember what the either Prism or, or it started with a P, but but you had this this um, you had this window pop up and say, okay, great, log in here, it's safe and secure, and then put in your username and password for your bank account, mm. and so for me. 
that was a little that was a little too much. That was a little mm-hmm. too much for me. So I went through manual, enter the account number, you know, enter the routing number, and then transfer over, you know, set amount of money to buy to buy your 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 ether. Right. And that's what I went ahead and did. But I, that was a that was a bit of a tall order. I thought. Yeah, that scares the hell out of me. I mean, I'm not set for life. I'm okay, but I'm not going to put my full blown bank. I don't know. I just weird about it. I'm still kind of. Dude, yeah. regardless of, of, of the service that you're using, regardless of the service that you're using, for me, that was a little unsettling. I, I opted to do it a little bit differently. You can wire transfer in. You can PayPal in now. And this looks like it's going to be, you know, the way of the, 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 way of the future or, or the way of the present. And then when people onboard into this, the way that you're extre- exchanging, uh, uh, you know, allegedly blockchain. And I don't like to talk about things that I'm not intimately familiar with. And I'm really not intimately familiar with this. I'm, I'm I'm a straight up newbie, trying to trying to you know guide myself through these murky waters. And there's been a lot of research that's done. But if if Vaynerchuk drops this today, and we can talk about this too, right? Something that you and Clay and I get into all the time is okay. Great, we set a deadline. Here's the deadline. We've got to stick to the deadline. This guy's been preaching five five for well over a month, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, it's not ready. Not going to do it. Yeah, so I, I kind of respect him about that. I mean, I, it's the first time that we've really seen him, I don't know, the word fail isn't right, but maybe stumble. Um, and I respect him for not putting it out if it's not ready. And, you know, if you got all these people putting their bank account numbers in there and it's not ready and, you know, maybe it's not, who knows. But you know, it's Look, ready. the dude loves, it says all the time, I want to fail. I fucking love failure. So, I mean, today, do you view this as a failure? He says he's launching on 5-5. He said that he was launching at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5-5. There's no doubt that, that, that Gary Vee and his team have been busting their asses, and it looks like they've been pulling all-nighters. Um, but today, no launch. I don't think it's a failure. I, I think it's also a great way to get some more pub, some more heat, some more juice. I mean, if you go Everybody's on— Everybody's talking about it. Right, if you go onto that Discord channel that you and I were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, also, while you do that, Ethereum is up right now, one hundred and thirty-six dollars, four percent. What's the What's the dollar amount? Uh, thirty-four hundred and change. So it's up and down. It's kind of been It's kind of been yeah. between thirty-one and thirty-three all week long. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Right. You can't see what Max is looking at right now, but but it's the chart. So he's been on, let's see what he's done today. CNBC, CNN, crypto banter, Bloomberg at 1230. He's live right now on Bloomberg, live on Bankless, live on Cheddar, live on Kyle and Jackie in Australia. I don't know. I don't know the majority of these, these media outlets, um, but I would assume they're credible media outlets. I I don't know, Max. I, I think that when you're right, when you have a personal reputation like Gary Vaynerchuk does, or like Cardone or Tony Robbins, and maybe it's not as big a deal as I've I've thought it is. Maybe it's okay. The tech isn't ready, and the tech isn't ready, and we're just not gonna, you know, just like in the cigar business, we're not gonna release a product. We can't afford to release a product, just like with wine or whiskey or anything else, until the product speaks to you and says, "Okay, great, we're ready to rock." The flavor profiles have maturated. It's it's the strength. It's the body, it's the complexity, it's the overall flavor that you're, you're wanting the end consumer to experience. And maybe that's what this is. When he announced this, and you look this morning at, at V Friends, right? And then his whole, let's get into this, because I know you're dying to talk about it. This Gary Vaynerchuk V Con, this V Conference. I mean, 
when you drop like like Beeple drops that NFT and it and it sells for like sixty nine million bucks, and he's a tr- I mean this guy's a true artist. You know what Gary's done here is he's he's doodled, right? He's a doodler. Mm-hmm. I mean, and while he's he's infinitely a better doodler than than I am, it looks to me like these backgrounds that they've put in here. If anybody's looking at this, um, that that those are are definitely. Uh, computer generated backgrounds, right? Right. So he's doodled computer generated backgrounds. He's got the strange names that coincide with everything that he's doing. And look, I think it's great. This is his artistic expression. But I mean, if you saw this NFT, this piece of artwork that somebody had put out there, I mean, this is not what I think about, right? And I'm not shitting on the dude. I'm just being honest here, right? The 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 elephant and the monkey and the swan and the emu and the giraffe and the space guy. Right, it's not like the guy didn't work hard on this. Right, he's just not what you would think of as a stereotypical artist. But then again, is he your stereotypical business owner? Like he wears the hoodies, he wears the sweatpants, the he's got his own K Swiss sneakers. So he, he did. Has, I think that's done. I yeah. think that he relaunched. And I, I was telling my buddy Adrian about this the other day, um, and it's interesting to me, man. You know, I, you know, Adrian always calls him a fake ass STJ. That's what he says to me, and and I don't really believe that. You know, you know that I'm a I'm a fan of of, of Gary V. And when you look at the scale of who this guy is in the market, I mean, he's fucking massive. Whether it's whether it's hip hop, whether it's wine, whether it's sneakers, whether it's just kicks or hoodies or whatever it is, he's. I mean, this I mean, the guy is a monster. He's a beast. Um. So I I would say Max to answer I, is the real answer is I don't know. Right, the more that I see these guys that are out there, when you think of 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 Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, like he's always suited up. Mm-hmm. But I don't listen to Kevin O'Leary any more than I would listen to Gary Vaynerchuk or you know Tony Robbins because the guy's wearing a fucking suit. True. I think that we've sort of morphed right yeah. out of that. I mean, because of COVID, everything is a little bit more relaxed. It's a little more relaxed, and I think that if you look at guys like 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 Vaynerchuk, for sure. If you look at guys like Vaynerchuk, this whole relaxed, I guess, style has come, has bubbled to the surface. And I think that if you look at some of the younger generation today, like we were talking about yesterday with J and S, that they're rocking their hoodies or they've got the zip up, you know, it's all very, very casual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my daughter's in high school. When I drop her off over in high school, I pull up to the front and I, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe what these kids are wearing to school. I mean, it looks like they just rolled out of bed and they're just sort of trickling or matriculating in into the high school. So I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you would think about as the quintessential business person, man or woman, right? Like like uh, um, I think it's Barbara who was also on Shark Tank. Mark Cuban. They're all they're all fucking chilled out, man. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're kicked back. And I think that, you know, you know, for me, it's a little bit different, right? I mean, I'll, I'll rock some t-shirts every once in a while. I typically, typically throw a sport coat on, uh, over that and, and, you know, a button down, I like to roll up the sleeves. And for me, this is casual, but I like to, I like to try to look nice, right? Because it makes me feel better to just get up, suit up. I mean, not even necessarily suit up because I wear a suit all the time when we go out and out into market and and we're presenting in front of a lot of people. Um, that's just how it is for me. 
I don't want to feel like I got up and, and I'm going to the gym. When I go to the gym, I, I dress a certain way. Right. You know, when I go out to start my day, I've got to be, I feel like I need to be presentable uh, for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think for the staff as well. Well, you're the leader. You, you set, set a, a precedent. Set, yeah. You set the pace. You know. So, I mean, I've kind of relaxed on the whole shaving thing. I used to shave like every day and I just, I'm over that. But again, you never know who you're going to bump into or, you know, there's people coming through our offices all the time. Right. And, and that first impression is, you know. I can't imagine when Gary was working for his old man at Wine Library that he wasn't wearing a uniform and that he was there. You know, I mean, listen, if it was stocking, right? Sure, you're wearing a hoodie, you're wearing your, your beanie, understand. Um, also understand that the guy's wearing a beanie because he's going bald, right? Right. So it's a part of his look, and I understand that. I understand, you know, I'm telling you, dude, like like back here, I was, I was thinning uh, pre-COVID, and my hair was high and tight, and I was a little more clean-shaven than I am right now. Um, and I just said, you know, fuck it. I'm going to grow my hair long because everybody's busting my balls about having this little bald spot on the back of my head. So I understand why the guy's wearing a beanie. Right. Personally, I, I understand. Yeah, I'll, I'll never be bald. I'll, I'm gray already. Um, but unless we, sh- unless we shave your head in the middle of the night, Max, it would be bad. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you a question. What, what you had said to me was, you know, you felt like Gary V was being a little disingenuous with this a little bit. And you, you want to get into that at all? I mean, is it a money grab? Is it finally like he's kind of going to the dark side? I, the whole concept is cool. The, the coins and getting access and, winning these random things and going to the VCon and this gets you this and this gets you that. And you get one-on-one time and dinners and you get to go bowling with him. But I mean, it's just, it's all money-based. It's all around the coins that you get or how many coins you get and this. And, and there's, there is a monetary, just like anything, Apple now with podcasts, they've monetized and then Spotify they raise their rates, and you and I discussed that as well. Yeah, we discussed so. it ad nauseum. I, look, bro, I, and not to cut you off, but but let's let's throw it around the in here, infield here for a second. Uh, I can't argue with you. Everything that's on here, whether he gives away fucking 50% of this or 20% of this, it's all monetized. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when when Gary had told his fan base, his community, make sure you have at least one Ethereum. In, in a MetaMask account. I thought, okay, you know, understood. I know a lot of his community can't afford this. A lot of people right now during, during the pandemic, uh, they can't afford this. They certainly can't af- afford $3,500 to, to, to bid on a digital token, and who knows what's going to happen, right, with, with the value of, of, of these NFTs. But as I look at them, right, You've got the token organization up here in front of me. This is uh, just for everybody who, I mean, there's probably like one person that will listen to this, but vfriends.com slash vcon, and then you've got vfriends, uh, token organization, uh, the admission, 9,400 tokens for 235 different characters, limited, core, and they put work into this. This is, I mean, right? He's got 555 tokens he's giving away as gifts um, for, for allegedly his OG crew. I don't know how you could even tell that, but... Access to 300 tokens, one-on-ones, competitions, groups, scholarships. It's very much to me, and we've seen Gary do this before, when he was on on TikTok and he was doing that all day uh, on, it was like 24, like it was like a full 24 hours, I think, where people were donating to whatever cause when COVID started. 
I don't remember what the name of the charity was, but we've seen him do charitable work, and it's so he's asked for money before, but it typically isn't on this scale. This is not being donated to charity, and I believe that if you look at the history of a guy like Vaynerchuk, that you will see value. If you buy one of these things, I don't know if it's going to happen with what happened with the CryptoPunks or with people's artwork, and you see these massive, massive raises in their value. Like crazy, right? right. Like, hey, buy a fucking CryptoPunk for $175,000. Like, that's crazy, Max. But, but let me step back, because I need to wrap my head around it. So when he says, like, for instance, the competition is 22 tokens, is that 22 times 3,500? What's the value of one? No, I believe what token. he's saying here with these these tokens are that you get a token when you buy one of these pieces of art, these NFTs. And once that happens, that you get a certain amount of tokens for your purchase. And then you can use those tokens. I believe I could totally be wrong about this. I just don't think that I am. That you then get those tokens and then you can use them for VCon. For his conference, Max. I'm, I'm still trying to... I, I, I need a deep... But what you said to it. me was, right? Like, like this is very... Like, I, I think that the, the whole V-Friends thing for me, I think it's very it's very straightforward. He's doing what's referred to as a Dutch auction. And and you know, I thought he was starting these all at 3, three ETH, but he's not starting them all at 3 ETH. Some of them are higher, and some of them start at 3 ETH, but he's got a lot of guys and gals out there that are very successful people that support him, right. that are huge supporters, that he's blown up over the years. So whether it's, you know, that hip-hop community or whether it's the business people, whether it's just a regular music artist or a celebrity like The Rock, like, I think these guys are all going to come out and support him. Yeah. And they've got teams upon teams of people, and he's going to be like, yeah, just buy one of these. So whether they spend $10,000, $30,000, $50,000, I think they're going to support him. And I don't believe that his community, regardless of how many tokens are out here and how much press that he's getting, are going to be able to buy these. Whether you've got one Ethereum or a half ETH or one and a half ETH, I don't know that you're going to get the opportunity. I just don't feel it. And what if, mm -hmm. devil's advocate, sure. what if this whole thing takes a shit? Like the value of ETH. And all these people lose money like Enron or something of that nature. It's a possibility. That, I mean, you're putting, your, uh, you're putting yourself out there. I think you've got to believe, right, in Gary. And I think you've got uh, to believe in what Gary has created over the years. And look, dude, he's provided limitless amounts of not only entertainment, but of value for a massive, massive community. Young, he's like a lot of these young kids. He's got a lot of these young kids, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. I heard this you know, on, on, a, on a podcast recently that I heard. He had like a, a 22, 23-year-old kid on there, and the kid was flipping out. He's like, dude, you're a fucking child. Mm -hmm. And when you're 32, you're going to be a child. And that's real. When you're 21 years old, right, you think you own the world, you're out in the world, you start drinking, you're going out, you're, you know, um, you know you're, you're hunting for... For a hookup on a Friday night, you spend probably a little too much money on your third or fourth Corona, or your seventeenth Heineken, whatever and how much, however you know, however much you drink. But you know, Max, just to circle back here for a second, I think that when you look at where Ethereum is going and the facts, the fact that it surged, and they're you know they're saying that it's going to get up to ten thousand dollars. Look at what happened with Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. The 27-year-old who created Ethereum just became, 
I think the he became a billionaire, and I, the first guy that's associated with this to to actually become a billionaire. So congratulations to him. And I think that you're safe here. And the reason that I think that you're safe is because I don't think that Vaynerchuk is going to allow this to falter. And what I mean when I say that is, it's just like when somebody calls in for one of his shows and he's like pounding on them. How many times a day are you posting on TikTok? Like, right? Like, it's like, oh, I'm fucking doing this and I'm fucking doing that and I'm not getting any of this in return. Like, like you and I are, are doing this because we love the process. We love to do this. And, you know, we're in a different position because we have businesses, multiple businesses that are doing all right. And this isn't a, a way for us to feed our families, right? right? right. This right. is something that we're trying to accomplish personally. And on top of trying to accomplish it personally, we think like we, we think that we have value, value for ourselves and value for the community that we may create. This thing could, this thing could totally fucking blow up, right? And, and, do, and, and do gangbusters or it could go in the complete opposite direction, which is basically what you're saying, and do nothing. Right. right, Like a lot of people, I posted this thing this morning because I thought the information was, was super cool and I thought that the people that follow me on LinkedIn, maybe they'd be interested to see what was going on. Maybe they weren't chimed in. Maybe they don't care for Gary Vee. A lot of the guys that I have said, look, read Crush It. Look, read Jab, Jab, Right Hook. Right. They're not interested because they just don't connect with the dude. And for me, if you look at the brand K-Swiss, I think the K-Swiss has had its resurgence on the back of Gary Vaynerchuk, on the back of his community. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. And so I don't see that there, I don't, I just don't think, like, if you look at the infrastructure, look at the time that the guy's put into this, look at the time his team has put into this, I don't see it faltering. It just all changes when money gets involved. Well, listen, you, you like said to me. of evil, like, that's the part that is worries, worrisome to me. Well, the guy's running a business, mm -hmm. right? He's obviously invested serious money into whatever this infrastructure is. And then he announces VCon, where, and I think that we've seen this, Max. He, he's smart. He tests markets all this shit. Look at a Tea with Gary V. Mm -hmm. Look at marketing for the now. Right. So typically when you, you attend a conference, it's because you're interested in some of the speakers that are there. So if you look at this, uh, at this dude and you look at the history that he has, look at the celebrity connections that he has. If you've got, let's just use some of his friends, right? You, you've seen the videos of him and Matthew McConaughey. You've seen the videos of him and God rest Nipsey, but, you know, Nipsey Huss. And, and you, you see him and The Rock, and then him leaning on these people and monetizing whatever this conference is, but bringing real value and bringing these people together. Mm -hmm. Most of these conferences are, most of them are dog shit, man. And I think that conferences and trade shows are, are dying on the vine. And then he's offering all of this, Max, all you got to do is go in there and give them your email address, right? Right. And then you get this direct link with all your notifications. And here's like, here's the global CEO of DoorDash, right? Here's the CMO of DoorDash. Here's the CMO of Sony, of Verizon, of et cetera, et cetera. I mean, these are real players. And they're, <laughs> and they're giving, giving you all this information for free. All you've got to do is listen, tune in, and keep your mind open. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's, he's given great material. He's always given great material if you just shut up and listen. But it, it's just the whole money thing that 
freaks me out. So tell me why it bothers you so much, because it, it obviously bothers I you. I don't think it's a bother. I think it's more of an apprehension. Like, well, you, you and I are doing okay, but what about the person that is putting their hard-earned money that this is all they got, and if it doesn't work out, you know, what if, you know, you could crush some people that have already been hurt by COVID. Money is not fluid like it's been, and now you're getting people, unless those people aren't even going to participate. All right, so, no, I think you're think you're 100%, right? I was on Discord last night because you and I were having the conversation late. I think you called me at like 11.30 last night. Roughly, yeah. Um, and I was scrolling through Discord uh, while my wifey and I were watching a TV show. Obviously, I was entertained with the TV show. But I was scrolling through, and it seemed like, and this could totally be bullshit, because when you go, excuse me, when you go through Discord, and you're looking at these, you, you, there's no age verification, right? Correct. So there's some kid on there saying that he took his dad's credit card, and he, I'm serious, listen to me, he took his dad's credit card, and... I'm trying to remember exactly what he said because I don't want to. I don't want to screw it up. He took his dad's credit card. He invested it in in Ethereum. But if you bought it high at thirty three, thirty four, thirty five hundred, right now it's down. And then you're supposed to have the drop this morning. And I think what he thought is just like with CryptoPunks, he could possibly buy one of these NFTs on five five, and then it would immediately be worth a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand. You know, if you're looking at CryptoPunks, it could be worth millions upon millions of dollars. But the kid apparently stole his father's credit card. So I think it's tough because, like yesterday, when when you and I were watching this go live with, with GV, there was a young kid on there. He was 16 years old. He's talking about going back to high school. And Gary goes off on, on one of his rants about education. And while I personally don't think that he's wrong, you're still talking to a 16-year-old kid. And I think that there's something about fucking finishing. Right? It's not so much about high school than it is about finishing, starting and finishing. And I think that there's a lot of people who are just giving up. This kid, he was obviously an intelligent young man. He's 16 years old. He's working with, with some associate, so he says, in the crypto sector. And what got me was halfway through the conversation, three quarters of the way through the conversation, he says, hey, man, can I get an internship? So I don't know how serious he is about anything, Right? None of us could possibly know. And Gary does the right thing, says, Hey, you connect with, you know, so and so and Dustin, not Justin, offers him, you know, come off on the side here and I'll connect you with the right people and we'll give you an opportunity to interview with the company. And you know, so that you could possibly get an internship. But you're giving information to children. When you're 15, 16, 17, or 18 years old, I don't know anybody that 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 during that time period didn't have a regret. You quit the soccer team. Your girlfriend broke up with you. You were heartbroken and, you know, you made some other decision. You dropped out. You ended up getting your GED. You know, how how important is it to have a high school diploma? I have no idea, right? I got my diploma. I went off to to, to college. Um, you know, like Gary, I didn't, I didn't get the best grades. I had a learning disability. I have an attention deficit disorder. Um, but I think it's, you have a, you have a real responsibility when you're, when you're speaking to children. And um, I love that the guy runs free, but I think you're right, right? If this thing all took a shit and it all went the way of the dog, 
I don't know, Max. People would lose money, and it's real money. What about that kid that committed suicide over the whole uh, GameStop thing? He put money in it, and then, you know, Robin Hood. What, what was the, the, the It was Robin Hood. Yeah, and he couldn't get his money back out or I don't something know. like that. And I don't know. He ended up, you know, he was, and it wasn't that bad, but at that age, you know, you don't maybe rationalize as much as an adult would. It's not, you know, po- it's not it's, possible. It's just, and it's, I don't know, man. I'm just. Emotional maturity typically comes, emotional maturity typically comes with time. You know, that's, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And again, I think, look, if you look at a guy like Mark Zuckerberg, to get that much attention so young, have that much money so young, I've never personally met the guy, but he's a beast. And look, obviously the guy's Ivy League educated, but that doesn't mean that emotionally that you're mature. Right. So I don't know the guy personally. Maybe he's a total douchebag. Maybe he's a dick. Maybe he's the nicest guy in the world, and he can take a step back, and he can handle it with the weight on his shoulders. And I was very, very young when I opened that first restaurant. And to be that emotionally mature to have, at the time, I had over 70 people that were working for me that, that were, the majority of them were much older than I was. And to have to manage somebody who's in their 40s, 50s, even in, in their 60s, I can't imagine what it was like for a guy like Zuckerberg or a guy like Bill Gates or a guy like Steve Jobs. And then all of a sudden you have millions and millions of dollars and those millions of dollars convert to billions of dollars. It's a different, it's a different journey. I've never... I've never had that. Yeah, but you do that now, and I don't even think you really, I mean, we've talked about it. We're not going to go into detail, but you have a responsibility to the people that work here. That's correct. And I see you on a daily basis, the ups, the downs, the, you know, it's business. Some days are good, some days are bad. You know, you're at the blackjack table, kind of. But you still have that passion to take care of the people that work around you, and sometimes you sacrifice yourself and your time for the sake of the employee. I think and that I, anybody you know, so who aspires to be a leader, Max, anybody that, that, that is a leader, you know, you have this responsibility. And I, look, I really, one of the reasons that I connected with Vaynerchuk early on is because he said, you know, you work for your employees as much as your employees work for you. And that's sort of been my mantra every day that I show up, you know, to, to one of the offices is, okay. I care about their spouses. I care about what it is that they're going through personally because if they're having a shitty day or going through a breakup or, God forbid, you know, you know, uh, they, they had lost a family member, that affects your performance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, um, it's tough. It's, t- it's tough to be a leader. It's tough to lead. And that's why not everybody does. It's true. You could be a good number two. You know, that, and Gary talks about that too. Some people aren't built to be the number one, but there are excellent number twos. Sure. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's part of business. Look, man, if you, if, you, if you studied abroad and you went to Cambridge and Oxford, you know, one of those, one of those school, schools breeds leaders and they, they breed entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and business. And the other one is exactly what you're talking about. They train good number twos. You're there to serve. You're there to support the organization. But not everybody has can take the highs and lows of, of being an entrepreneur or being a business person. There are, 
there are highs and there are lows. But, you know, just to get back here, Max, because we haven't really even started this, you know, the day-to-day, I hope that this does well. I'm vested in it. I'm ready to make a purchase, you know, to support Gary because I feel like he's provided value for, for myself and for us over the years And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here. I hope it works out well. You're listening to the Public House Podcast with Sammy Phillips.